Welcome to the Focused 15 podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to keep first things first. So together, we'll dive deep into the Bible, find truths to apply to our moments, and learn to thrive in our everyday. All it will take is 15 minutes. Welcome back to the Focus 15 podcast. This is Katie Orr, and today we're going to be continuing the conversation on planning. Uh, In last week's podcast, we talked about whether or not planning was biblical and what would planning look like. And specifically, we talked to Amy Lynn Andrews of amylynnandrews.com and Kat Lee of inspiredtoaction.com. And both of them are highly productive people, uh, but they're also women that I... Uh, very much look up to in their in their relationship with God and how they balance getting things done as well as staying within God's will and and um, keeping their goals subservient to God's will. And so I just I love their heart for ministry, um, but also for productivity. And um, I love that we can we can do both <laughs> that we can uh, follow God in the callings that He's given us, and try to do that with excellence. And so that's kind of the heart behind these two uh, podcasts. And so today we're going to be finishing that conversation, and we just talked about what does planning look like. And Kat shared a little bit of what she calls the six week press. So if you haven't listened to the last um, podcast, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that one. And then here. We're continuing that conversation, and I share about how I've been using the six-week press and how I've really enjoyed um, having that intentional focus from week to week. And so I hope you'll listen in, and thanks so much for being here. And and I'll say, um, I kind of put out a cry for help to Kat. I don't know, but I guess it was about a month ago. It was maybe four or five weeks ago, and I was like, I just feel... And I'm not usually one to get overwhelmed really easily. And I'm like I said, I'm a doer. I can get some stuff done. I just churn it out. I just, I'm, God's made me to be an achiever, but I started to get this sense of, you know, there, there's things that I want to do and accomplish that I tend to not get to because I'm so busy doing stuff and I want to be more intentional about continuing to be productive, but being productive in the right areas and in the right places, things that energize me. But then also I think what I do is I tend to do the things that energize me again and again and again and again. And then I ignore the laundry or I ignore the dishes or I ignore all these other things. And I, I know I will never be just, you know, Susie Hillmaker. Uh, I don't, that's just not my gifts, but at the same time, there is something about being wife and mom that that's just part of my job description. And it may look different from other people, but I still have to keep my house livable, at least, you know, I need, we need to figure out some sort of plan of who's going to feed whom and when, even if it's not me, that's part of my job, right? And so I want, I feel a pulling to be, you know, there have been times where I have been great at meal planning and getting the house clean. Lately has not been one of those times. <laughs> And so, but I feel as if God is kind of nudging me very gently to say, you know, let's, let's center a little bit and just give a little bit of effort toward these things and move forward. So anyway, I, I kind of reached out to Kat and she, she told me about her six week press and kind of coached me through it. And so I'm on week five right now and I am certainly tired 
Um, I'm like week five was great. Like I'm supposed to be planning right now for the next one. And I'm not there yet. I think I'm more in the week six of just doing whatever I feel like doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've slept in twice this week, you know, because I'm tired, but it is such a good feeling. I feel like I have met goals and I have been super intentional and have produced so much in those four weeks that I may not have produced, you know, I would have gotten some stuff done, but the things that I really needed to get done, probably wouldn't be near as far as they are right now. And so I, it has been very, very helpful and I hope to do it again. Um, so I, it's just simple. This, this idea or yeah, props for sleeping in this idea <laughs> of just spending a week. Cause I think a lot of us can get overwhelmed with, this is such a big thing. I can't get it done. But if you can think of just what can you get done in a week? What is it? What is a realistic goal for that week? Just thinking about one week and that's it with the time that you have. And then, um, and I'll, you know, I wanted to show you guys this. This is what Kat told me to do. And it's so helpful in her planner. She has this sheet. I don't know if you can see it in, in my scratchy, whatever, but this is called the weekly overview sheet. And I love this sheet because it has these different sections. So you've got morning, afternoon, and evening. And so just to start my week off, I can look and say, okay, Tuesdays, my morning and afternoon is completely full. Nothing is going to get done that day. And maybe I'll get a little bit done in the evening. But it shows me the block, the schedules, the, the big chunks of, of my day that I have to plan things into. Um, and I just really, really, really love that. And so thinking through four weeks of that and saying, this week, I'm going to work on this project and here are three or four big things that need to be done in that project. So I'm going to put this one in on Wednesday afternoon and this one in on uh, Monday afternoon and this on Friday afternoon. And it's just been so, so helpful. So well, and be encouraged. You don't have to do the next six week press right away. It's not, it doesn't need to be this <laughs> constant rotation. Mm -hmm. You know, you can take a few weeks off and plan the next one. But um, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, do you have anything to add or um interject into that, Amy? It sounds similar to kind of what, what you do, maybe not just this press, but this blocks of, I think something to this blocks of time are really helpful when we think about implementing our plans. Yeah, I'm feeling really elementary here. <laughs> Why is that, Amy? But I expected it. I mean, you know, Kat, she's like like the, the queen of getting things done. I Oh, Oh, what was that? My water. <laughs> Your water? Yeah. But, you know. Is it a bottle? Oh, okay. oh good. Okay, good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know what my problem is? My problem is, is I really like to plan. I hate to do the stuff, though. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's mostly my problem. Because I can, I can show you a really beautiful color-coded plan. But... <laughs> To actually follow through on it, it's a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. So usually I just want to go have snacks in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? But obviously, see, okay, from the outside looking in, though, Amy, I see you as a very highly productive person. So you may feel like you don't get a lot done, but it seems as if you do get a lot done. So what, what do you do when you are looking at that list and you've got that two to three things that you know you have to do today? What do you do to like get them done? Like what, how do you rally the troops? <laughs> oh man, half the time I don't rally the troops. I'm telling you, I'm, I think I'm going through a season of sort of lethargy 
because I'm, I'm like mm. trying, trying, trying to get myself motivated. Mm. So, um, I have to tell you, I love the idea of the six week press, but <clears throat> mm -hmm. it makes me tired just doing it. <laughs> it um, could be the six day press that's right. too, if you wanted it. I think, yeah, I don't know. Don't you guys feel like, okay, well, I have a couple of questions for you. So the, 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 uh, what did you just call it, Katie? The, the form, what is that? The form you just the showed week. us. Yeah. It, it's in Cat's Planner on InspiredAction.com, and it's called the Weekly Overview Sheet. She's frozen. Oh, there she is. She oh, said I'm it was frozen. the Weekly yeah. Overview Sheet. Oh, okay. Weekly Overview okay, Sheet. Okay, so how does that work? You go, you have like, um, I know you just explained it, but <laughs> you have for every day of the week, you you just block out your time morning, afternoon, and evening. Did I get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. which planner? Yeah. Tell okay. Where is where can I find this planner, Cat? InspiredToAction.com forward slash planner. Yeah, and, and if you scroll up in the comments. You can see it there. You could also look through your Gmail because I'm pretty sure I sent you one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm certain. Oh. <laughs> if not, I will. Okay, I bought it and it's fifteen dollars and it was so. I just feel like it's great because I can use it again and again and again and again. I have to buy a new planner each right. year. Because I don't tend to be the one that, that writes in all the dates and everything. I do that digitally. You know, right. like I keep my calendar, like you mm -hmm. said, in Google Calendar. So I don't need a $50 planner where I can write down, you know, Monday. I have whatever, film, you know, a dentist appointment or whatever. That's digital for me. And so, but then I feel like I, I lose out on this ability to, to go through my goals and, and, then also plan out, okay, to-do list, I'm continually doing on paper. I've tried mm -hmm. to do it digitally so many times. And I always go back to, I mean, it's just sticky notes. It's just, I'm, I'm just continually, sticky notes everywhere in my house. Like, and little scrap pieces of paper. I'm continually making a to-do list because I feel like I go crazy if I don't get it out of my head, right? Mm -hmm. Are you all that yeah. way? You know, they call it the brain dump, mm -hmm. right? So I'm continually brain dumping. And then, then you know what I mean? I, then I get it out. And I'm like, okay. But I, like I said, I'm good at getting stuff done. So it's like I'm a slave to whatever happens to be on my mind at the time. Yeah. You know, sometimes if I'm not super intentional. So, yeah, you know, I like this because then I can take my to do lists that are all over the place and kind of look at them once a week, you know, just like once a week, kind of looking at it on usually Sunday evening. I'm looking ahead to the week and I'm like, okay, these are the main things I need to get done. This, like you said, your top two or three, and I'll put them into this uh, this thing, this weekly overview, I'll put them in there and go, okay, not the nitpicky things like email so-and-so or pay this bill, but the big, the projects, mm -hmm. because if not, I just will pay the bills sometimes. I don't know. I try to automate, autom automate as much as I can because I hate finances, but you know, I'll, I'll do those things just because they're there on my to-do list. But then, like I said, I don't do the important things a lot of times. And this has been revolutionary for me to really mm -hmm. help be able to do the nitpicky stuff, but not forget, you know, the big things. Like I want to write like one thing, one of the things I did a couple weeks ago, while I'm still working on is a, um, a Bible study to offer for children to go along with the books that are coming out. I've got three Bible studies coming out and I want to be able to have something that's mm -hmm. free that moms can use alongside of what, I mean, the Bible studies for anybody, but I know there's moms out there like me that want to get their kids in the Bible. And mm -hmm. so 
if I can get those, you know, the kids to go along with what I'm studying, then it's a win-win. I don't have to prepare anything. Let's just do it alongside together. And so that's an example of something that I probably would never do because I just too busy and doing other things. But that was something I really, really wanted to do and accomplish. And I'm almost done with it. And that has been, uh, I feel like just such a, it's an exciting thing. Like, yay, I can get past this working on the piddly little stuff. So does that make sense, Amy? Oh yeah, I think so. You know what I, as you're talking, I'm thinking back to, uh, I think it was Andy Stanley. I heard him speak at Catalyst one year and he was, it was like this major aha moment for me. He said, there are two, okay, so he split the world into two types of people when it comes to productivity. Uh-huh. You have the thinkers and you have the doers. And mm-hmm. he was saying, basically, if you're leading a team, for example, he said, hire the doers. This has nothing to do with anything, but I'm just giving you context. Hire, <laughs> hire the doers and rent the thinkers, you know? Uh-huh. And it was like this, uh-huh. I was like, that is my issue because I am not a doer. I am a thinker. I'm an idea person. I've got the ideas. So you guys, I think, are both doers. And mm-hmm. if it's on your list, it it gets done. Like there's something about getting it done that's very satisfying. For me, it's the part that's satisfying is getting it on the list. The part that's satisfying is not ticking it off the list. I mean, I like I like to cross things off or tick them off or whatever. But the getting them on the list is really the fun part, you know? So, yeah. So when the rubber meets the road, that's tricky for me. I have to, you know, I I think that's why I've had to really simplify in the last couple of months, simplify. And I keep, I keep telling my husband that there's this urge in me to keep, you know, purging. So Mm -hmm. like, for example, we got our, our, we had to get new floors in the house. Well, what we did was we essentially moved out of the house. We moved all of our furniture um, into the garage and then we got the new floors. Well, now I'm resisting moving the furniture back in. Mm-hmm. Our, our living room mm-hmm. has nothing, nothing in it. It's like one big indoor soccer field. My kids love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to put anything back in. It's because there's something so refreshing about it. Anyway, this is all to say the need for me to simplify it and go, you know, I get distracted by all the shiny apps and whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I like what you said about just writing things down in, you know, on paper. I do the same thing. I want so desperately to keep everything digital, but it's really difficult for me to keep it all yeah. digital. Yeah. So there's something about writing it down. That's why I've got to, I've got to break it down to the most basic step. If I can do my finish a use letter in a week, I'm good. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my to-do list is about, I think I have over almost 200 things on my to-do list, you know, mm-hmm. but it sits there forever. Cause I feel like I'm never, you know, Anyway, maybe I should try the six six week press. But woo, that sounds well. I think that's an important distinction to make because we are all, you know, I, that was really helpful for me as a doer who's doing who's going to be doing stuff. I I cannot rest for long. You know, like that's my problem. I need to learn to rest more, and I have to like. And I think it's funny that Cat essentially is the same way because she said she has the last six weeks. I mean, the last week in that six week press is what. 
rest, you know, so she's planning her rest. <laughs> she's she had to put resting on her to-do list. And I think I'm similar. And so that I think is the six week press idea, I think can be really helpful for those of us who are doers. So what about the thinkers? The, the problem is not having all the ideas. Maybe it's being able to put feet to what, to your calling, to what, to what's important, to what is, um, what you need to get done. So I, I would Zach, say, do you agree with that? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think I'm actually kind of a very, I think I'm more of a thinker actually than a doer. Mm-hmm. I just trick myself into doing. <laughs> so a That's couple a things that have really helped me to do that are one, whenever I write down um, a to-do item, I always write down a number, like how important it is. One, two, three, or four. So my to-do mm-hmm. starts off with a number then it's followed by another number and that's how long it's going to take. So if it's a number one, it's really important. If it's five, it's going to take five minutes. If it's 90, it's going to take 90 minutes. But if, if I write down a task that I don't want to do in my head, it's going to take 372 minutes. <laughs> but if I actually think, oh, actually, to call this person that I don't want to call or to make this doctor's appointment, it's actually only going to take five minutes of my time. Mm-hmm. I write that down because otherwise I'll just gloss over it and, and be like, oh, I don't want to do that. But if I look and I see, oh, it's only actually going to take five minutes. And I'm like, I can do mm-hmm. that five minutes from now. I will be done yeah. with that. And so I kind of trick myself into that. Um, mm-hmm. And then the good. other thing that I do uh, is during that refresh week, that, that, that fifth week of the six week press, when I'm planning my next thing, I go through these five steps. Uh, I feel sort of funny saying, well, I go through this five step system, <laughs> um, but I call it the five D's and it's, I declutter, I discover, I define, I deliver, and then I do over. And so if you think of it in terms of like a closet or Amy's house, you know, she's talking about the new floors. You know, if, if you if you have a closet in your hallway that's just an absolute mess, what do you do with it? First, you just declutter. You just take everything out. And then you might look at it and say, okay, is this a hall closet for coats? Is this a hall closet for wrapping paper? Is this a hall closet that's going to be a fort for my kids? How am I going to use this space? So you're discovering what you're using it for. Um, and then you define, you say, okay, so if it's going to be a space for wrapping paper, where am I going to put the paper? Where am I going to put the tape? Where am I going to put the bags? Um, and, and you plan all that out and you figure out where you're going to buy those things. And then you just deliver. You go buy those things. You put them in the spaces that you thought you were going to put them. Um, and then, you know, three weeks later, you look at the closet again. You do it over. You say, is this working? You know, how's this space working for me? Um, and so then I just apply that to my life. I say, okay, I'm I'm feeling kind of jumbled right now. I just got through with this these four projects that I really wanted to do. But all these other things have kind of piled up. So I just kind of declutter. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling stressed. I'm just going to write everything down. And I usually do that um, on paper or maybe, you know, on a journal or something like that. And just kind of write down everything Mm -hmm. that's stressing me out. And then I'm like, okay, that's all the stuff that's stressing me out. Now, what's important for this next season? And I kind of just discover Mm -hmm. what's the big thing that needs to be done? What is crucial right now? And then I define it. Okay, so what do I need to do to make that happen? And then I just try to get it done. I deliver and I just do that, you know, every so often. Sometimes that's every morning if I'm feeling really crazy, but um, at least every few weeks. It's just a process that helps me know what to do next. Instead of just dumping out the, the stuff that's overwhelming me, I know that once I dump it out of my head, now I need to figure out what's the important goal right now. And then I just kind of go through those. And that has really helped me to kind of at least get back on track every time I fall off. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I that's think that's good. a good point, you know, because I think I think that's my problem is that I I have no shortage of ideas at all ever. And I want to do them all, all of them, mm-hmm. you know. And so to remind myself and I think that's part of what I've been doing lately. It's, you know, my to-do list for today when I go to work, for example, is, you know, get the newsletter done. <laughs> I can do that. It, it's sad, you know. It's sad because I end up doing a whole lot of, you know, very inconsequential things, mm-hmm. you know, when if I would focus a little bit more and be willing to say no, you know, it's an opportunity mm-hmm. cost, being willing to say no to the other things, it would be a lot more in the long run, a lot more productive, you know, do yeah. one thing well mm-hmm. instead of 20 things badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that oh. Amy over and over again, you say that with blogging, like what's your one thing when yeah. somebody comes to your blog, what's the one thing you want them to do? And I think there's so many implications mm-hmm. beyond just a blogging homepage. It's today. What's the one thing that I want to make sure happens today? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that may be nothing that can be crossed off of a to-do list, but it could be today. I want to, you know, connect with a child that I feel distant with like mm-hmm. more than anything. That is my one thing I need to do today. And I think that's such a still, I mean, it's a very simple way to live life and to the other things will get done. I think because sometimes the urgency comes along, we got to get them done. But those one things, a lot of times we can miss it in all of the other things that we want to get done mm-hmm. and the clutter. And so I, I just, I think that there's a theme that keeps coming up here is just mm-hmm. that kind of idea of one thing of really prioritizing. Sometimes we got to back up and say, I'm just in that hamster wheel, like you said, Amy. Mm-hmm. So what is, I'm going to be busy. Life is busy. We're all in a busy stage of life with kids and work and church and, you know, so many other things. Um, so what is my one thing for today? What's my one thing for this week? What's my one thing for this month? Assuming that other things are going to happen, but keeping first things first. So I think that's a lot of wisdom there, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Kat, yeah, were you trying to say something? Yes. Oh, just there's this uh, Shauna Nyquist quote that I think she shared on Heather McFadden's podcast. And um, she said, you're always going to disappoint somebody. Just make sure you disappoint the right people. And that mm-hmm. has just been mm-hmm. so very helpful to me. Um, you know, I don't want to disappoint God. So all mm-hmm. my plans need to be honoring to him. I don't mm-hmm. want to disappoint my family. So, you know, if some great, amazing opportunity comes my way, but it's going to disappoint one of my kids, I'm not going to do it. Um, and, and that really helps me to kind of redefine things and, and figure out what that one thing is. Um, a guy named Gary Keller says, success is not simultaneous, it's sequential. Mm-hmm. And so we can really only do one thing at a time. And we can especially only do one thing at a time well. And so just the importance of finding that one thing is so important. And just remembering who I'm going to disappoint. I think Tim Ferriss also says, do small, bad, do bad, do, what is it? Do small, bad things or something like that. Just the idea of he, he would like, he would like not answer his email when he was working on a book or something. Just let, let yeah. small, bad things happen. That was it. Not small, bad things. Never mind. Awesome. Let small, bad things happen. And, do you know, bad, we small things. Okay. Cat Lee. <laughs> Tweet that. No. 
Please don't. Um, let small bad things happen. Yeah. And I think especially as women, we don't want any bad things to happen. And so then we try to, you know, make sure everything is perfect and everything is happy. Um, but we just need to be okay with letting small bad things happen yeah. and disappointing some people yeah. as long as we're not disappointing the important people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, lady, ladies. Um, I am so thankful for your time. And um, I'm sure we could tap, chat for another couple hours about all sorts of things. And um, you all are dear friends. And I'm so thankful for your time and your wisdom and your presence in my life as I continue to um, live out God's calling in my life. So I'm just thankful for you guys. And I learn so much from you every week, if not every day. And um, I know that everybody listening uh, will be blessed as well. So again, you can find um, Kat at inspiredaction.com and I will put a link also to her planner here and you can find Amy at amylynnandrews.com and she has this thing called the notebook that is amazing and it is just a treasure trove of, is trove a word? People use it all the time, but I really don't know what that is, so I probably shouldn't use it, but it's, <laughs> it's a treasure. It's, it's a rich of information. Um, is certainly if you're a blogger or if you have an at-home business that is online, but even if you don't, there are so many things on there just from productivity. I kind of looked over it again this morning, getting ready for today. And there's just like a, just tons of links and different things. And so Amy spends a lot of time online and kind of filters all that down. And I just love it because I don't have to spend that time. <laughs> so I'm so thankful for that. I just go to Amy and I say, what do you think? And I just do it. So, <laughs> because I know she's wise and she's done her research and anyway, so the notebook, I will put a link for that there, but you can get that at amylynnandrews.com. So, all right. Well, thanks ladies. And we'll be doing another blab, um, maybe next week, maybe the week after that. And I think the next thing is going, we're going to be talking about prayer. Um, I would love to know what you all want to hear. Uh, um, just what conversations do you want to have? And if you have those, you can email me or, um, at katieor.me. You can contact me from there or, um, you can leave me a comment here on this blab of what you would like to see the next blabs to be on. So, all right. Well, thanks, ladies. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor22.